Knights HQ, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineers, trades and construction. G'day and welcome to Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, providers of engineering and construction labour to the hunter for over a decade. You know, last year alone they supplied over 210,000 labour hours with zero lost time injuries which is something our guest today would absolutely love. In fact, I'm going to grill our special guest today, the Knights coach, Adam O'Brien, on whether or not he does anything at home. I'm thinking maybe Maxwell recruitment training would be very handy because I know there's a bit of a Renault going on and I think he's pretty useless with the tools. What he's not useless is, though, is to get the team ready to start season 2022. It's been a big off-season. It's been a big build-up. There's so much to be excited about. There's a new centre of excellence. They're back at McDonald Jones Stadium. There's new staff and a couple of new players to go into a squad that wants a much better finish to their season than they've seen in 2021. He's been ruthless in what he's expected from them. He's had to pivot once again in COVID. Third year in a row that he's been the head coach, his first time ever down that journey, and he's had to deal with COVID throughout. We're going to find out whether or not the Newcastle Knights are ready to take on the Roosters in round one. And Adam O'Brien is our special guest on Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Let's let it rip. This year, we're all in. Hearts full, stadium pumping. Our rebel spirit on show. Take your seat and become a Knights member at knightshub.com slash membership. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Well, all the hard work's been done in the pre-season, the off-season. It's great to be joined by the coach of the Newcastle Knights, Adam O'Brien. G'day. Frank, how are you, mate? I'm well. How are you feeling as we embark on the start of the season? Yeah, I feel good. Um, uh, we've had a really good summer. It's been interrupted, but it has been for everyone. Um, uh, I feel, you know, we're really well prepared. The staff have done a really good job, but the players have bought in. They're all in good physical shape and um, starting to see some signs of some of the things that we worked on over the summer in the trials. We didn't we didn't show everything. Um, you want to keep something ready for round one, but, um, yeah, no, I'm quite content. There's There's been some really good signs um, in both our trial games. Skip through a few things there because it has been one of those off-seasons. Would it be fair to say you've had to learn a skill that you couldn't dwell, you just got to adjust and move forward? Because you've never coached not in COVID. Nah, yeah, I'm a COVID coach. I, um, <laughs> it was yeah, probably the one thing that I wasn't prepared for or taught by Bellyache was COVID because he didn't know what it was either. Um, yeah, look, I think everybody's better. Well, everybody gets better through going through something. Um, so we've had some practice, not only with COVID, but handling injury setbacks, you know, so I've, I've learnt to, um, you know, be, or well, not dwell or stay down in the well too long. I realise I've got to be the one pulling them out of the well when we're down. So, uh, that's probably something that I'm a little bit better at. But in saying that, what's helped me be better is our staff. We've got really experienced staff that have... Whilst they might not have gone through something like COVID, they've gone through nearly everything else in rugby league. So they've been a big help. That's not coincidence. Let, let's just speak about that for a moment. You you identified some opportunities to improve and some places to get stronger and, and different. How's yep. that rolled out for you? Yeah, it's been great. I think um, when we were at Twin Waters last year, 
you know, along with yourself and Danny, we, we put together a, um, a, a hit list for staff, a um, bit of a Ocean's Eleven type crew. Um, and, it, you know, it started with Hayden, bringing Hayden Knowles in, and then it sort of some dominoes fell. Um, we've got some uh, some ex-Sydney Roosters staff that are on board now in, in Paddy Lane and, and Dennis Russell. Um and then Hayden's obviously targeted his guys with Craig Catterick heading up the medical and bringing Harry Harris in um, uh, and Jeb McGrath as well. So, look, there's there's a good crew there that are experienced. I, I think I said to you at the time, we only had about six grand finals experience on staff and I think it's about 26 now in one summer. So I feel... Whilst the staff don't go out there and make tackles, we're, um, we prepare the team the best we can. What's the main area that you've seen the improvement? Hayden brings so many different strengths to a rugby league club and, and an organisation in general. What are you seeing there that you could say, yep, we've nailed that? Yeah, I think the connection is the big thing for me. The Spending that amount of time uh, at Twin Waters, living in each other's pocket, looking after each other's kids, we, it was just a real tight sort of... Knights community there, and um, and th- and then of course, you know you've got that you've got that extended family that you leave behind. So you know we were, there was some disconnect there, and everyone's worried about partners and family that are left back here in Newcastle. But since we've all come back, um, I feel like we're a really connected footy team and uh, and a footy club. Um, and I think Hayden's you know worked really hard at that and we do some connection pieces every single day um yeah so um and i think that makes it easier in the sport that that you know the guys are involved in you're under pressure and it's 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 a tough game so you really need to care about the guy beside you to to do the things that they do you can hate this but when we go back to previous night's hqs we had your beautiful wife Sharon on, who we've seen around the place. She's helped carry weights in. She's helped move a yeah. few things. Uh, she's been a big help to us. She also told us that you're a massive carer. Uh, does this connection stuff help you? Because it gives you a bit of an avenue then to be able to put that love in to the right places. Yeah, I um, I'm enjoying you know knowing you know different things about the the guys. I, I know nearly everything about their footy game, but you know I've worked really hard at making sure that I know their family, their background. Um, but I've enjoyed watching, you know, different personalities feel comfortable to come out. I think guys like Dom Young, um, when he first moved here, you know, I said this yesterday to someone, he didn't just move out of home for the first time down the road. He moved to Australia, you know, as an 18, 19-year-old kid. So watching him be more comfortable and, and connected to the group's been been good but um yeah no she has she she's spilled heaps of beans when she was on here last time so yeah we can't um, wait to get her back on yeah is that a, something we can organize we're getting a bit of a block there from her at the moment are you yeah I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll keep running the block on that one are we watching anything at the moment maths was a big hit last time have you got it's back on it's back on in the house so um how's it going no, i've no nah, i've been concentrating on footy so nothing nah. no uh not going to give you much there, are you? So, no, no. <laughs> what about David Clemmer? He's a standout in the trials. He's not only a standout in the trials, he's a standout around the walls of this building. Mm. Uh, arguably, I'd say he's had the best summer out of anyone. Um, we've had some really good ones. KP's been 
you know, instrumental in uh, leading the team, but also, you know, his application to his own training. KP's been massive, but yeah, I just think Clem, I just, I can't fault him. He's come back in great shape physically, but also mentally. He's, he's happy. He's, um, yeah, I don't know. He's just in a really, really good place, and um, I'm really excited for him. I, I see a big season from Clem. Kurt Mann, 13. How's mm. that? Been good. I think, um, you know, Kurt often, it's his, and I think he he was quoted this week as saying that it can be sort of detrimental how versatile he is, and he he's he can be everyone's punching bag at times. And I don't think people understand how hard it is to be constantly moved um, around. But he does a hell of a job for us. He's the, he's the ultimate team first player. So wherever, never whinges. You know, if I say I need you to do a job in this position, he does it. But in terms of the 13 role, I think the summer, him, um, Simi at Phoenix, they've sort of shared that role, but it's, it's you know, mainly been Kurt. And I think um, there's been glimpses of the way we want to play in the first two trials, and I think Kurt's been a real connector of that. Tell us the emotion when you've seen Jaden Braley, your, your last year skipper, and, and your club captain go down at training. It was an innocuous uh, situation. Yep. How did you feel? Gutted. I was absolutely shattered. I, um, I, I never want to see any of them go down, but but to see... Well, I knew when he stayed down, I, uh, I knew this isn't going to be good. Um, and then to see him after the sheds, how destroyed... Like, he loves his club. Um, he loves the game. Um, I could just see how shattered he was. But um, once we had the verdict on what the injury was, at least there's football this year for him. He he will be back, and I think that's probably helped ease the pain. And then now you look at him; he's our club captain. But you know, Bailey Hodson had an injury in the trial. Brails is the first one to say, "Right, this is what we're going to do together." They're watching tape together, so he's yeah, he's. He's diving into his rehab, and um, I look forward to the day we get to see him back. Next man up happens in this club, Chris Randall. Super impressive. Yep, arguably the fittest guy in the club. Um, and you only have to look at his debut, um, 71 tackles, I think he made. Um, so, yeah, look, with Brandy, uh, with Randy, He, uh, if you think about your backup nine, he passes well, he's tough, he's fit. That'll do me for a nine, you yep. know. That'll that's a pretty it's a pretty good start. So um, yeah, look, well, Randy will do a job there, and we've got guys like Phoenix and Kurt in and around him that can um, give him a hand if he needs it. They say with coaches, it's nice to have headaches on selection. You've got some. Yeah. Is it a headache though? How do you view it? Um, well, if you've got a headache around selections, it usually means you've got a few fit guys there fighting for a spot. Um, yeah, you know, they're not great conversations when you tell a guy you're going to leave him out of the team. But I'd rather be in that spot than walking around scratching my head thinking who are we going to play. So, um, look, that's professional sport. You pick the guy that's you think's going to do the job, and you think the guy that's in form. You know, if he's if he's training well, that's usually a good indicator for me that he's going to get the job done. Excuse me, some guys. Some guys, you know, you can't base everything just on their training too. Some some are, um, you know, they'll train like Jane and end up playing like Tarzan on the weekend. So, yeah, it's about understanding your players too. So the weekend, a good test playing against the Storm. Mm-hmm. Who are you happy with? Who can you see improvement in? 
Uh, I was really, uh, I was happy with uh, Mitch Barnett. You know, he hadn't done, a, he had an interrupted pre-season, so I thought he, that's why I left him out of the Bulldogs. So I just wanted to get another two weeks training. And, and the staff and, and Barney himself done a really good job over that period because I could see that in his game. Um, so I was really happy with him. I've, I thought Lachlan Fitzgibbon with the footy was quite, um, you know, he had some impact on the game as well. Um, and I think the two halves of, you know, whilst they've played limited time together, I think it was 40 minutes against the Bulldogs and 50 against uh, the Storm, I think they're working well together. So, um, but, you know, I think big Clem's led from the front in both games. So, um, yeah, look, there's there's plenty there that I'm happy with. There's, you know me, there's always something that I'm kicking them up the backside for. But, yeah, there's some good signs there. We're sitting in the new centre of excellence. It's a work in progress, but you're in here. How, how are you finding it? Yeah, I love it. I'm really proud of it. Um, I can visualise, you know, training out there and looking at our stadium. That um, so I like that when you've got a real clear visual of the thing that you fight and or where you're going to fight on the weekend. Um, I think I can visualise seeing all our kids here and playing on the other fields and. Um, I'm watching guys progress through the different fields to get themselves into a first grade, uh, you know, the top squad to train on that main field. And, yeah, there's plenty of things. If you if you allow yourself time to walk around and visualise just how good a place it is, it's um, actually exceptional. Does it mean you win? No, I think you can win with poor facilities. You can win in exceptional ones. It's about what you do each day. Um, I think what we do, what we do get is... You know, there's no distractions. You drive into this place and you're there for footy. Um, so, yeah, I'm really grateful for not only the club but the government to help us put this. I think the region deserves a centre of excellence for their rugby league team. It's rugby league heartland. There's nowhere stronger than what we have here. So we deserve to have that type of environment, I believe. There's a bit of learnings from Andrew Johns, not only on the field but off the field. Mm-hmm. He spoke about... Uh, the, the the town and how much it loves this club. Uh, I watched you through that. Mm. What what do you pick up out of that? And now three years down the track, mm. are you feeling? Because you're never Newcastle. You're, you're always an import. Mm. Uh, are you feeling connected to that town? Yeah, I am. I uh, I have a better understanding um, of Newcastle. I look. I always loved it, and I knew when the you know there was some interest in um, me coming on board. Uh, yeah, I was. It was definitely the right sort of fit for me, and how I was sort of brought up, and and very much the right fit for Sharon. So, but in some, it's a unique town too. You know, the people, and and rightfully so. They, they how they feel on Monday morning is usually a direct result on whether we've had a go or not. So. And I understand that that's a privilege to have that sort of, and, and that's what we've said to guys, that, that's not pressure, that's, you know, it's a privilege because you, you can impact people's lives in a positive way. Um, but I understand that there is a lot of people qualified to do my job on Monday mornings too, so uh, look, it's I wouldn't swap it for the world, I mean... You know, 99.9% of the time people are so supportive and... Um, but I understand the ones they're, 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 if they pay their hard earned to become members and sit in that stand, then I'll listen to any of them. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 a new, unique place, and I think that's what Joey was addressing with the team is you know you buy into this town and and actually connect with it. Um, 
they'll give it back in spades, which they do. Like you, you've only got to see when they sit in that rain and like trial game. The I said to the boys, there is not a place on earth that in a trial game they're screaming the Newcastle chant while you're defending your trial line. Like that is really special and. The players agreed, they, you know, and they're a really educated crowd, so they know when you need a lift, and but they also know when you deserve a bit of a praise too. So it, it was that it was a really. They asked me, "Were you proud of the trials?" I was proud of all our players, the way they defended the trial, uh, the trial on. But geez, I was proud of the crowd; they were unreal. Can you share with us anywhere where you've been in Newcastle and got a bit of really good feedback? Uh, it's a question without notice, but I, I, you're, you've got a great recall for these things, and I'm sure you've been in that, whether it's at your favourite, the Burwood, or somewhere. Nah, look, yeah, I um, I frequent the Burwood usually for a feed down there with Tony and the gang. Um, it's unreal. If you win, if you win, the most you get is well done, coach. The other night, uh, if you lose, it's unlucky, coach. The other <laughs> night, and then that's about it. You know, they um, they're not interested in me. They're there to have a have a beer and a punt and. Yeah, so I, I really enjoy going down there. Um, yeah, I, there's nowhere where I've really had any. I've I've never had anything um, too bad. And if it's if it's warranted, someone come up and give me some real red hot feedback. Well, we probably deserved it, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I don't worry about it too much. So the thing you hate talking about is yourself. So I'll do it very quickly before you walk off walk out on our podcast. This is a weekend off for you. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask, you're normally reading something. Are you reading anything at the moment? Um, I, I've got a few books that um, I had on the go um, that I didn't quite get done, and I hate that too because I know, I know that they're sitting there on the shelf and, and just to not finish something drives me um, insane. There was a book, um, actually I think KP was reading it called Whatever It Takes, um, it was obviously from an NFL player, I've really started to to look into that and then um, I'm just trying to think, there's one other one. So you read multiple books at a time, we, I think we learned this last time. Well depending on what I think I need, if, I think if it's for me, whether it's some emotional attachment stuff or, or whether I think it's for the team, whether it might be a theme, I can... I can jump across two different books and um, sort of compartmentalise whether it's for my growth or whether it's for the team's growth. So I can do some, but once footy starts, it's really hard to get any reading done after that because you're watching so much training at night and you're watching next week's opponent. So, Has Sharon got any projects for you at the moment? You've been heaps, doing a bit of, heaps. <laughs> Come on, just um, give us something. What have we got? No, nah, we've... Um, yeah, look, we got the weekend off. We, we were originally going to go away, but we've been we've been um, doing up the house a little bit. So we've done up the backyard, um, and we've started inside. So that's a bit of a challenge for me because everything's sort of all over the place. But she's amazing at she's organised everything. I haven't lifted a finger. She just lets me concentrate on footy. But we do have a couple of little projects. I've got a uh, I bought her a, a little Harley when uh, a little Harley. <laughs> Yeah, so I. So you've uh, got a big one. I've got a big one, and then she's got a little one. So it was just something that we could do together, is go for a ride on the bikes. But um, I don't get on mine much. I'm I'm actually in the process of stripping it and doing it up. But you you do that yourself? No, absolutely oh. not. I have to pay someone. I'm hopeless with that. But I just know what I want and get someone to do it. But 
Um, but Shaz zips around Merriweather on a little little Harley she's got. So um, yeah, that's been a little bit of fun. We haven't. We'd love to go up the Hunter Valley together on them, but um, we're not there yet. There's a warning for anyone that's around that Merriweather area. If you see Shaz yeah. or Brian on yeah. that, just get off the way. road. Get off the road. I'm going to finish with. You, you, you finished last year with the disappointment in Rockhampton. Um, there was plenty. I know you've watched that game plenty. Mm. What are you particularly happy with now since walking off that field before you walk on to round one against the Roosters? Um, it's a strange one. I'm happy that it still hurts. Um, and it it took me a long, long time to get over that. Um, and I probably won't until we actually play round one. Um I watched it way too many times to relive it, but I remember thinking over the summer that, you know, if I can't get past this, I need to make sure that the boys are still got... Because um, we had some real uh, growth conversations after the um, after the game, and I thought they know, they were spot on with what they were saying about, you know, that what what needed to improve for, for this coming season. And I, I just thought, I hope that hasn't been lost over the summer. So we've actually revisited the game um, a number of different ways. Um, and I feel like, yeah, there's enough. There's Well, I can see that in their training over the summer that there is a, a burning desire to go to the next level. And um, and I felt like we've done that with our training. So that's it. That's all you can start with at this present time. We're not playing against anyone until round one. So I can only judge them on what they're showing me each day and um, that's pretty positive at the moment. Final question, what are you most excited about? Um, oh, look, I'd, if I dare myself to dream, my, my immediate goals would be to uh, start the season well. We've got a, a pretty tough month, but when I say tough, it's a good opportunity to lay – a really good platform you know there's a there's a fair few knockers out there that don't have us doing a lot this year but they didn't for the last two years either um i would really i know what i really want to do i want to bring a home semi-final here i want i want to pack mcdonald jones with um you know knights members and supporters and bring a home semi-final because i think if you can do that we'd be We'd be really hard to beat at home, and I think then you've just set yourself up for a good month of footy, and anything can happen. But um, look, that's a long way away. I, you know, I don't. I usually never talk that far down the track. But I think round one, I'm excited to to watch the team. They've worked hard over the summer, and we we start with really strong opposition, and I reckon that's a great opportunity for us to set a real standard or a platform for the year. We appreciate that insight. Enjoy the weekend. Get the Harley out in the rain. It'd be <sighs> You and Sharon would be beautiful, but uh, relax, enjoy it. Thank you for your time. We always appreciate it here on the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. That was Coach Adam O'Brien. The all-new 2022 Knights home and away jerseys are on sale now. Head to shop.newcastleknights.com.au to secure yours now. Welcome back to Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. How good was that? It was so good to have the Knights head coach, Adam O'Brien, so close to the start of the season If you've got any questions for Knights HQ, send them through to media at newcastlenights.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best place to find it, including all the entire back catalogue of Knights HQ, is on the Newcastle Knights website. New episodes will be dropping first on the app, so check that out and download the app. Turn on the push notifications to be notified 
of all the new episodes and don't forget Level Up. That is the best way to find it. What's really happening in a wonderful series of what's happening behind the night scene. Well, it's exciting. We're not too far away now. The season is right upon us. The Newcastle Knights are ready to charge into season 2022. Thanks to all of our members and the fans. We'll get through round one and then we're at home for a big triple header when we take on the Tigers and the NRLW teams will be playing before us. It's so exciting. Thanks for joining us, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Don't stop listening here. Listen to the entirety of Knights HQ Season 1 at newcastlenights.com.au and don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen.